Hey everybody, Dr. Dustin here again with Dr. Lindsay. We've got a very special guest with us today. Uh, Dr. Lindsay's going to sit in the middle today. This is a little different. This is uh, going yeah. <laughs> to switch it up. But hope you guys enjoy. This is the Vital Wire. All right. Well, take it away. Introduce. Well, we have Sarah Meyer here yep. with Embrace Live Thrive. Mm -hmm. And you're going to talk a little bit about that. But first, we want to hear a little bit about you and your family. So Absolutely. Why don't you share a little bit about your crazy family. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> so I am a mom of five. So it gets even crazier than that. I have an eight-year-old, a seven-year-old, a six-year-old, a four-year-old, and a one-year-old. So we stay very, very busy. Um, my husband and I have been married for 16 years. I graduated with my doctorate in physical therapy in 2011 and worked part or worked full time until we started having children and then uh, just really felt the pull once we started having kids to stay home. Um, and it's kind of my journey through staying home and kind of letting go my career that I realized how much I struggled with depression and anxiety. And um, that is kind of who I am, what I'm doing now is kind of just my journey from um, though that depth of, of depression and anxiety into uh, what I call full life healthy living. Where did you grow up? So I grew up, um, I was born in the St. Louis area. Okay. And then my parents moved to Rolla, Missouri. So I kind of grew oh, up okay. in the Rolla, Missouri area. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I'm from Cuba, Missouri originally. Oh, we so. know you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> we know I, you. I, I like, yeah, that little tiny town between Rolla and Sullivan. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So you, were, so you were from Rolla then when it was UMR, not I, s &T. My husband graduated from UMR yes. and refuses to refer to it as Is Missouri it? s and I yes. get it. Yep. Yes, he graduated Him and I get UMR. along great. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> So what's, what's a little bit of the background of, of kind of your upbringing? Like you're from Rolla. What was, yeah. go through so a little bit of that. My parents moved to a small town intentionally to kind of slow our lives down a little bit and made the decision to homeschool. So I was okay. homeschooled K through 12 and didn't really have any experience in formal school until I went to college. So that was, uh, a little different, not hard, just different, yeah. different managing, different styles, a little more, um, focused mm -hmm. than homeschooling. And from there, I kind of grew up always knowing I wanted to be in the medical field. I always had this deep desire to want to help people. And I really fell into wanting to help people get back to physical activity because that's something I've always been passionate about is um, being active. And so as through that journey, I'm like, oh, physical therapy, that's great. I can take injuries and, and help people get back to being active. Um, but I was always very fascinated with the mental or the psychological component to pain and compliance. Mm -hmm. um, there, It's just a different ball game especially when you start dealing with chronic pain or any sort of chronic issues. Yeah. It's, it's really a different um, brain process. And so treating it has to be different. It can't look like how we treat acute pain. And so um, understanding how people think, how people work, um, what contributes to compliance has always been something that I've been really fascinated with and has contributed to what I'm doing now. Awesome. Yeah. That was a lot. That was good. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, That's exactly what we wanted to get down to, right? Is like, who are the people that we're having on? Yeah. Super and it good. like led right into my next question of what does 
embrace live thrive mean for you what what started that what yeah. was the creation of that kind of with your background that Absolutely. led you into this I know you touched on yeah. your journey as a mom yeah. but how you help other moms and other women Absolutely so Let's see here. I really began developing, um, I started with separation anxiety when I started having children. And it, it seems kind of crazy that, you know, you just need a break, but when you feel away from your children, it even feels worse mm, than, than when yeah. you're with your children. So that, that was a big struggle for me to start with. But as I continued to have children, which I, you heard, I had a lot of children <laughs> very quickly, um, I continued to develop worsening depression and anxiety. And it was after my my third child, my, my oldest daughter, that I developed severe postpartum depression and began having suicidal ideations and really just got to the point where I could manage basic care for my children. And that that was about it, Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which contributed to marriage struggles because my husband didn't understand why I couldn't get anything done. I couldn't understand why I couldn't get anything done. Mm-hmm. And so... Through a series of what I like to call God moments, I really, he really opened my eyes to what was going on with myself, what I was doing to my family. Um, and I don't mean that to attack who I was or what I was. I was doing the best I could in that moment. Yeah. But really realized that I can't care for my family if I don't care for myself first. Mm-hmm. And so through those series of God moments, he really led me down to this path of healthy living and really realizing that it has to be holistic. It has to be mind, body, and spirit. With, without all of those components, you're never really living um, a healthy life or healing. And I, as I healed, I really started talking to other women about what I had experienced. And it is stunning how many women are like, oh, yeah, I've, I've struggled with depression, too. And it's like, what? Why is no one talking about yeah. this? Yeah. And so that's really where my, my uh, company, Embrace Live Thrive, was born. I want to teach women and educate women how to embrace life where they are and thrive. Um, and that's done through a whole host of things yeah. that we can potentially get into a little bit later. But really, that's that's my passion is to help um, women and mothers understand that we have to take care of ourselves for our families, not instead of our families. Mm-hmm. So no more mom guilt. Hear me, people. Yes. 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 Stop with the mom yeah. guilt. Yes. Because if you are not taking care of yourself, you have nothing to give to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I truly believe that the mother is the heart of the home. Mm-hmm. And if the heart of the home is ill, that that extends out to the rest of the family as well. Mm-hmm. And so that's just really kind of the background and the basis of of where I started and what I've become passionate to do. Yeah. And I think there's so many women and, and men that can really identify oh, with yeah. what that mm-hmm. journey yeah. and mm-hmm. feeling that that level of overwhelmed, but mm-hmm. yet at the same time crippled and not being able to do what you want to accomplish. Absolutely. Whether that's stuff around the house or if you have a career outside the Absolutely. house as well, you know, you feel like you're failing on both fronts. Oh yeah. So, and, 100%. and then that separation from your children, you feel like you're there, but you're not really oh, present yeah. with them. You're oh, not enjoying yeah. that time with them. Yeah. And I, I know that we can really identify with what you said yeah. about holistic living. Like it oh, has yeah. to be encompassing. And I love health. what you're doing with all of this and that you're willing to speak about it and willing to frontier this almost, especially over the past couple of years with as crazy mm-hmm. as it's oh, been. Yeah. And, and we've seen a lot of things, you know, like, I mean, you said suicide ideation and, and being able to admit that and talk mm-hmm. about that, but that's happening more. And for you to, even if it's just on a woman front, because yes, yeah. I mean, I, I can tell you and, and not going to steal the show here, but I can, t- and you know this too, like men go through, oh, this ab- is a huge man. So this, for what you're pioneering yeah. for, for women, yeah. um, I, I think I'm also, in the middle of discussing pioneering for the men. So I'm so yeah, grateful absolutely. that you're doing this because the the thing of it is too, is it's a, a lot of people need to realize that, you, you know, you're saying embrace and thrive, which is mm-hmm. super good because it's, you're not where you want to be, but you're mm-hmm. not where you're going to be. Yeah. 
And that's super, super important for a lot of people to realize and yeah. to have a resource. It's, that's awesome. Yeah. I and love I, it. I feel like, sorry. I oh, feel no, like, especially with the men too, when you're in that phase mm-hmm. in postpartum and you're trying to do all the things, be all the things, be there for the yeah. kids, men often feel kind of neglected because you're trying so hard just to focus and, yeah. and be alive yeah. yourself and take yeah. care of yourself that that relationship suffers yeah. and they feel that too. And they feel like I'm, you know, in some cases they're the, the one bringing the money and they feel like oh, all, yeah. they, all they yeah. are is just money, then support and feel the weight of the mm-hmm. family without. Any and it's cool that you're talking about this and coming through this, uh, so organically. And it's like, it's weird how God, it's not weird. It's, it's very purposeful how God mm-hmm. puts certain people, even at this table, yeah. because one of the things that we say all the time, and I think you're bringing out is the whole, I wish I would have known needs mm-hmm. to stop. Yeah. And to, so it's for you awareness. to take action in this is huge. You can't, you can't change anything you don't know. Yeah. And, and to talk specifically about the, the husband side, the father side, um, it comes down to communication. And that's something I really like to break out uh, when I talk about healthy living is, um, our social health. So social health has to include healthy communication, yep. um, with our spouses, but it also has to include healthy boundaries. So learning how to, when you're upset and overwhelmed, simply ask how many husbands and fathers would be more willing to participate if they just knew, yeah. knew what you, you knew. know, and, and that's not, again, that, that's not negating, situations that are going on that could be heavier than that. Um, but sometimes it just starts with a simple conversation and like, Mm -hmm. Hey, this is where I'm really struggling and opening that line of communication. Mm -hmm. It can take away resentment. It can take away overwhelm. It can take away, well, we come in with perceptions. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we come in with different perceptions. Like I perceive this, I perceive it this way that we can, that's a whole nother podcast. We can talk about yeah, where perceptions yeah, came from. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to the relationship and understanding parenting, it has to be a conversation and it has to start. And sometimes it's a little uncomfortable, yeah. but we don't change if we don't step into that discomfort. Right. Or know how to change that conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause I will tell you for some of the males that are going to be listening to this, that, you know, we're wired differently, right? Yeah, so sometimes absolutely. we don't really comprehend, perceive. It's like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why you're feeling this yeah. way. But yeah. at the same time, guys, that's like, if, if you're getting consistently that vibe, that feeling, take mm-hmm. a step back and realize, okay, and open that line of conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife have gone through this. I'm much more on that side of the yeah. depressive. And, and surprisingly enough, maybe people know that. Maybe people be surprised to hear that. But exactly mm-hmm. what you've experienced, I, I can level with too. So from a guy's perspective, don't be like, I don't get it. We'll just get over it. Like, yeah. no, no, no. There's a conversation that needs to be had. Mm-hmm. And women definitely be okay with like, honey, I need to, I need to talk to you. You need to right. hear me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to confide in you. Yep. I need you now. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And being, I feel like going with that, there's different phases in, mm-hmm. in your marriage and oh, in your life yeah. and being able to say like at this phase, I need this from you yes. right now. It's not for forever. I just need this mm-hmm. right now. And, and being open to those roles. Yeah being more fluid yeah. and not rigid in the household. And it can be very easy when you're experiencing and walking through a difficult season, especially if your children are young. That's, mm-hmm. It's just an intense season of life. Um, <laughs> As we both sit here We have children. one, three, and five. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. so it's just an intense, but, but being able to step back and realize like, okay, this is only a season. This mm-hmm. is only a stage. So yes, this particular stage is overwhelming and exhausting in this manner, mm-hmm. but it isn't forever. Mm-hmm. So step back, 
take a breath, kick off that, that parasympathetic (laughs) fight or flight and just remember like, okay, this is a tough space, but we're going to do it together and we're going to walk forward and we're going to all grow and learn. I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, in your business and Embrace mm-hmm. Live Thrive, what are some of the things that you do with women? Do you primarily work with women or yeah. is it as a couple? Just for Primarily, my, my goal is really mothers because mm-hmm. that that is who I am. That is who I understand. That's who I can relate to. Um, and my goal is to really help them. Um, I'm going to, I might jump, be jumping ahead a little bit, but I really think that mothers often struggle and, and fathers, I'm sure do this as well. Um, struggle with identity. And I really feel that women take on the role of motherhood as their identity. And and what happens when you take the role of motherhood on when things go wrong, something bad happens, or a child potentially makes a choice you don't agree with, that becomes a personal attack on who you are because that's your identity. Mm -hmm. So really helping women tease out what their identity is and understand that identity has to be based on something that is foundational and unchanging. It can't be based on roles that will inevitably change. Mm -hmm. We are broken people living in a broken world. They will change. So really, my, my first... Anywhere I start is always helping women understand identity Um, because I truly believe that once you get that figured out, that starts to drive passion, that starts to drive purpose. And that is when you're really going to start seeing fulfillment, finding joy, which again Mm -hmm. could be another whole conversation. Um, But that's where I like to start is, is that identity portion and then really understanding that a healthy life, if you look at all the things you have to change... It's overwhelming. Very. It can yeah, be right? so overwhelming. <laughs> so understanding that healthy living is one step at a time. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's where where are you struggling the most? Where can we start to make changes? And it's really a snowball effect. Like once you start seeing, okay, I'm sleeping a little bit better, I'm eating a little bit better, it begins to snowball. And it's easier to add other things on when you start feeling the difference and seeing that, okay, my effort is paying Momentum off. is real. It is. That is. It absolutely is. There are things I'm doing with my family kind of shifting towards a low-tox life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been even able to contemplate three years ago. Well, not even a Tesla goes zero to 100 in zero <laughs> seconds, <laughs> right? And I think yes. that's exactly what you're saying is because yeah. like, we talk about that all the time in our practice. People yeah. even get overwhelmed. It's like, here's our problem. Here's mm-hmm. here's what we're giving you is the solution. Mm-hmm. And it's really just one thing. Your care plan is you come in here, you get chiropractic, it's neurological yeah. corrective. That's all you need to do and we're going to get progress. And they get overwhelmed with that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how long did this take to happen yeah. or how many things do you have to do? And they're like, oh man, it's been like 26 years. It's like, let's start with one. Yeah. You know, I have 26 tasks to do it. Great. Let's start with one, 1% Mm -hmm. better every day. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent agree. So what are some common stressors that you see? I know you, you were mentioning that mom's taking on the identity of just moms. Is there other things that you see that are common when clients come to you? Yeah. So another thing that I think we all struggle with is realistic expectations of ourselves, of our time. Um, I tend to be a very outgoing, want to do all the things, personality type. <laughs> um, and this is something that has drived my, or drives my husband, who's introverted, crazy forever. Um, I, I t- say yes. Does he to play everything. golf? I think I need to play golf. He, he's learning golf. Um, but he, I do all the things, and then I don't ever have time for myself. I don't ever have time to rest or relax or whatever. And so, really having realistic expectations that, okay, like eight things don't fit into four hours in the afternoon, you know, and, and stepping back and reflecting, okay, well, what are my 
most important goals, what are my most important objective, and what activities meet those goals and what don't. And what mm-hmm. don't, for this season, have to be set aside. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not good at it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all growing yeah, in this. I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I'm actually seeing the light. And I'm like, yeah. okay, fine, I guess you have a point. You know, you can't say you're right, but I guess you have a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so really understanding real, like, realistic expectations on time, on energy, on health of yourself, um, as women, and again, men can do this too, we, we tend to be caregivers. Mm-hmm. And so we'll give all of ourselves and then there's no space left Buckets for empty. us. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so realistic expectations like, okay, I have to have time to rest in the evenings or I have to have six or seven hours of sleep, which mm-hmm. I'm really bad about. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. like I have getting to that eat. foundation. I have to eat lunch myself, yes. not just oh feed my the gosh. children. Yeah. <laughs> We're I'm really bad at you, this. So, yeah. many, so many moms are like, yeah, I haven't eaten all day. And I'm like, why? Just throw it's some okay. extra chicken nuggets in there. You, you can yeah. eat those too. <laughs> yeah. Even if they're fussing, if they fuss for five minutes, please eat because you will feel so much better if you do. Um, But realistic expectations, I think, is is pretty pretty significant. Um, Boundaries, we Mm. kind of have been lacing that in and out of this conversation. Um, It's okay to say no. And it's a complete sentence. It is. That is one of my favorite things to tell people. You don't have to. Did I beat you to that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You absolutely did. Yeah. No. Because, and, and this is a Brene Brown tenet, we, not everybody has to have an explanation. Mm-hmm. Now, some people earn the right to that explanation, mm-hmm. but not everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and no is a complete sentence. And if it doesn't fit in your goals and what you're trying to accomplish for yourself and your family, no. Which is why that identity conversation, the mm-hmm. first thing you work with that identity is like, you know, a lot of people say, what, what is your why? You read the mm-hmm. book, like, or those oh, things, what is your, and which is great. But yeah. I think even, I think you even saying identity, I think is even deeper than that. It is. Mm-hmm. Because what do I, how do I perceive? What do I want to perceive? What do I want mm-hmm. to portray? How do I want to be? What is my, and then it's kind of like, what is my goal for my life? What is my identity? How do mm-hmm. I want to go about this? And then it's why. Yeah. And then yeah. making the decisions and setting mm-hmm. the boundaries uh, we taught Dr. Lindsay a pretty fun phrase over the past uh, couple months <laughs> since we've opened. What's that? What's that phrase? When it, it's not no, but when somebody asks you to do something, oh, that doesn't work for me. Yeah, that just that doesn't <laughs> yeah. work for me. Yeah. I'm working on it. So I'm sorry if you've been one of those yeah. people that received that from me. I'm working on that. <laughs> that doesn't work for me. It doesn't mean I don't want to do it. Doesn't mean we yeah. won't do it. It's just that yeah. doesn't work for me. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. It's a it's a really nice phrase. I'm saying. Yeah. No, because that can't, you know, so you don't yes. become that person that's trying to fit three or four or five yeah. things into one day or rearranging your whole schedule yeah. to fit one thing that doesn't work. But mm-hmm. I, because I try to do all the things. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's, that's very a mom thing. We're it trying is. to do all the things. Yeah. And it goes back to what you mentioned about um, how people perceive you a little mm-hmm. bit too. Like you want to, setting those expectations like you have in your head or you think other mm-hmm. people have in their head for you of what you should Projecting. be doing. Yes. Yeah, don't. And it's in comparing to and other it, people. I feel like there's a, a lot to be said about that whole and identity with being a mom well, it, or a parent. It, it goes really even general. deeper than that. So so we were created. New level unlocked. For connection, right? <laughs> Guys, we're going we're going real deep. Okay. So we were created for connection. We were created to belong. We were created to to seek love. And 
it, again, we're broken people in a broken world. It has become mutated, if you mm. will. And so we as individuals will feel like we have to do all of these things so we can belong, so we can be loved, so we can be accepted. And it's really understanding, again, perception. It absolutely is a perception. But going back not only to identity, but understanding worth, mm. the fact that you are enough, mm-hmm. those are what are going to give you the power to put up those boundaries because you no longer need acceptance, approval, words of affirmation from other people because you're getting it internally. Mm-hmm. Now, those are really easy words to say. It's much harder to right. live. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very much, I feel like 180 degrees backwards, especially now. And especially after that connection over the past couple of years yeah. is trying to been torn from us and how many people that's affected. Mm-hmm. But it's so true. It's like, you know, the community, the connection, the love. And it's just like, what if we turn that around? It's like, because I have these people, mm-hmm. I am able, or I get to mm-hmm. not, I have to do all these things so I can earn people. It's like, no, it's the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mentioned to you before we even got started, we went to church on Sunday. And if you have littles, you know how hard that is. If you yeah. actually bring ch- children yeah. into church, yeah. you're so doing hard. all the things just to keep them happy so they're not causing a scene. Yeah. Uh, you know, that perception you're trying to be yeah. that family. Mm-hmm. And not the family with your child screaming about fruit snacks. Man, I wish you were still breastfeeding right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and during yeah. the sermon, you know, as you're trying to pacify them I the one sentence I got out of it my husband turned to me and he said did you hear that write that down and (laughs) the pastor said you don't need to do all the things you don't need to be all the things you are not God and I was like okay I'm gonna let that resonate for a moment and then it was here eat a fruit snack yeah Um, yeah Yeah. but um and then I looked down the uh the pew and my my sister-in-law is literally typing it into her <laughs> section on her phone. She's like, I don't need to me. do all the things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, good. Somebody wrote that yeah. down. But yeah, just that perception of we're trying to do and be mm-hmm. all the things. And that's his role in our life. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And I love that you're, you're working with women and yeah. even some men, some couples on yeah. that. It's a process. But so when do people come to you? Mm-hmm. When, what is a good phase of life when do you see them reaching out now, now hang on a second let me let me rephrase this a little bit when do people come to you when should people come to you <laughs> yeah. two when, different things when, when do you when, find them mostly coming to you when would you prefer them to be coming to you we both can have the same conversation from different angles right. absolutely absolutely um really i women clients when it's time to come to me is when you really feel like you're struggling with who you are when you are so lost that you don't even know who you are. You don't even know which way to go. Sometimes you may not even know which way is up. Um, I know when I was at my deepest with depression, I didn't even know how to ask for help. Um, I was so far down. Mm-hmm. And, and if that's if that's where you are, we probably need some other resources as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but really that's where I encourage women is when you're trying to understand identity, when you're working through where to even start sometimes with trauma. I think, um, and this kind of goes back to what women struggle with, um, we're so much about comparison. Well, my trauma is not as bad as their drama. So therefore, it, it's it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but here's the reality. If you're struggling with something, whether it was a bully in fifth grade, whether it was a teacher, whether it was whoever. A parent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A family member. That's, mm-hmm. Some of the deepest wounds are, are those. Um, but it's something that's holding you back or it's a voice that you hear saying a story over and over and over again. Um, 
that's trauma Mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed. And, and really that's what I want to help people understand that it's okay to have trauma and experience it and walk through it Mm -hmm. and not just pretend, well, that was in my childhood. So it doesn't matter. That was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It absolutely matters. And it absolutely needs to be something um, that needs to be talked about. And then I also really like um, to talk to women about understanding healthy living and and what are practical ways of incorporating that into our lives, um, especially in the season of motherhood. Um, and it can be fatherhood as well, because it can feel like there's never time to do anything. So again, it goes back to re- realistic expectations, time boundaries, making yourself a priority, um, but really helping women walk through that and realize that it's okay to do some of these things is is a huge passion of mine. And I just want to say too, I could really, I could, I I almost want to like go down this road and I'm going to refrain myself from doing this, but here's the thing too. And I can relate from a guy's perspective that, and we're even harder to overcome some of that once we get to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When men get there, believe Mm -hmm. me, it's not easy. So if you experience your husband or if you're a guy watching this, your dad, whatever, just, you don't have to be a dad, a guy, like it is so important to like reach out. Like, Mm -hmm. and even me, I can relate. And if you want to put somebody in touch with me, who's a male figure, because I get it, we're going to respond differently. Mm -hmm. So women too, like if you're noticing this, like let's build community. It's not like, Oh, you need to call the doctor or you like, let's like, I don't care. Like this might be a bad idea, but I'll meet you at the bar at Old Hickory and we can talk about it. Like it's, it's like, let's do that. Um, we recently just lost somebody in the racing community, took his own life because he was at that. And I, I, I wasn't going, like I was going to bring that up. I won't go any farther than that, but let's talk real. Like I said at the beginning of this, this is genuine and this is a genuine podcast and those things happen. And it's like, what can we do to be better? And moms in that scenario go through so much trying to be all the things, do all the things. And it's so important that no matter what side of the parental square you're on, Mm -hmm. there are resources Mm -hmm. and just know that you don't have to know how to figure it out. Know that you're not going to be judged and that we can work through it. And it's not that we want to give you all the answers and the Mm self-help and like, it's like, we're here to hear you. Yeah. And if you're willing to work through it, let's work through it. Yeah. And I think there's a level of embarrassment or shame too. Like people feel like they need to hide at a certain point. It absolutely goes back to perceptions. Mm -hmm. So as a culture, we perceive men as having to be the strong ones, the providers, um, the ones that take care. Mm -hmm. And so when we are vulnerable Mm -hmm. and admit that we're struggling, that is perceived as weakness. Mm -hmm. When in reality, that's the strongest thing that you can do. When Mm -hmm. you can admit that you're struggling and you need help, that is a sign of strength and courage, Mm -hmm. not a weakness. And so that is is a culture conversation that we have to have is, is shifting this conversation from admitting, asking for help as vulnerability, as weakness, mm-hmm. as something that needs to be honored and supported. And really men have the toughest. I think vulnerability is probably one of the that. most underestimated qualities you can have mm-hmm. is vulnerability. Because if you want it, like from a men's perspective, and I think, I mean, women can take this on too. It's like, yeah, we're supposed to be the steel figures and, mm-hmm. and mothers in their own right are the steel figures. And what happens when steel bends? Yeah. You know, how hard is that to reshape and get back? Yeah. You can do it. Yes, you got to put in the work, but just know that you don't just deserve the recycle bin. Yeah. Like it, we can, we can fix it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome. 
Do you have anything you want to... I don't know. I, I've actually loved this. I mean, this hits home for me. I love that you're doing this for women. Yeah. I've loved that you that you own that. Um, I think there's room. I don't know if you have a counterpart or resources for the male population. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm considering kind of pioneering some of that. Yeah. We've lost too many people this year close to me yeah. um, from the male realm. Um, and I don't know if this is exactly where we envisioned this ongoing, be- yeah. but I think... This this was like a roller coaster of greatness. It was like fun. There were jokes. There was intensity. Was heartfelt. Yeah. But I th- I yeah. think again, it's like a, this is a genuine conversation, and where God leads mm-hmm. it, it leads. So I mean, I just love and appreciate what you're doing. You and yeah. I just met today. I've heard a lot about you through right, Dr. Yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> right. So I I love the connection that we're all having. So I mean, other than that, I just super appreciate what you're doing. And yeah. you know what else? I mean, what uh, like what does it look like to start working with you, or yeah. how can we help you what is it you want people to know yeah um really a lot of things so i'm gonna start with one i'm gonna start with one or two and then i'm gonna leave it at that um we have to understand how to have conversations and really a lot of this isn't gonna change until we start talking Mm -hmm. awareness and understanding that change happens when we stand up and and take a stand and say, this isn't acceptable anymore. Mm -hmm. And so letting individuals struggle with mental health and it's, it's so isolating. Um, it, it feels that shame that gets heaped on you by yourself. Doesn't even have to legitimately come from anybody else. We're so good at doing it to ourselves. Um, is really understanding how to build that shame resilience. And this is again, Renee Brown, who I teasingly refer to as my prophetess. Mm -hmm. Um, it's understanding vulnerability, empathy, Mm -hmm. as a culture, we're struggling with empathy, Mm -hmm. trying to understand where other people are coming from and self-compassion, self-compassion at this point, if what you're telling yourself in your head is not something you're going to tell your friend, stop saying it to yourself. Mm -hmm. We have to give ourselves grace. We have to give ourselves compassion. That that's the conversation that needs to start having that when we heal and, and let's look at this as a bigger picture. We're talking about mothers and fathers, but all of this is we're parents and who Mm -hmm. do our children learn from the most? Right. Children learn their most through observation. Oh, yeah. Okay? So you can tell them all the things, but if you're not demonstrating that, they're not going to learn it. Mm-hmm. And so what better to teach our children than how to take care of ourselves physically, mentally, socially, if we're struggling with communication in our marriage? It is brave and courageous to step out and go to counseling. Can we just stop the yeah. stigmatization of counseling, whether it's individual or, or marriage? At this point, if people tell me they go to counseling, I'm like, yes. yes. Yeah. I think everyone should go to counseling because this is what it does. It teaches you tools. Mm-hmm. It teaches you where to start. Sometimes it gives you that unbiased third party mm-hmm. that can be like, oh, well, those are interesting points. Let's let's try and come together on those. Um, and sometimes that's all you need. Mm-hmm. You just need that 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 party that's detached from the situation that can see both sides and help you guys calm some of those emotions. Um, so all, all of that, that to say is, uh, I'm getting ready to launch, um, that portion of my platform there. It's going to be, uh, you can book appointments and things all through, uh, my platform and all of that can be found on my socials or my website, which Mm -hmm. are all at embrace, live, thrive. So embrace, live, thrive on Instagram and Facebook and W www.embracelivethrive.com. Perfect. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, we'll we'll have all that in 
comments and links and we'll mm-hmm. attach it and we'll yeah i think uh i think our work isn't done together as a collaboration effect mm-hmm. brand wise i think uh yeah. especially after this i feel like we're going to grow into something um together that will i i hope help we'll know it will help a lot yeah. of people mm-hmm. so yeah. i'm excited that you're here yeah close yeah, it out too. yeah so thank you so much for being on our podcast. Yeah. Like we said, Shane will link everything for you guys so you can reach out to yeah. Sarah and begin working with her before there's an issue. Yeah. Proactively. Oh, man. That would be great. Preventative. That's a whole other conversation. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. You going to say it? No, this is yours. You <laughs> All right. Another episode of The Mile Wire. See ya.